Hey everybody, welcome to the Fake Philosophers today. I'm Mike, with me is Danny. Hello. And today, uh, we just came out fresh from uh, seeing uh, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Literally just came from the theaters, yep. so we're going to give it a quick review. Not spoiler free, there will be spoilers in this review. Lots of them. Yep, so um, if that's what you're looking for, tune out. <laughs> um, so just right off the bat, let's jump into it. What was your just general thoughts? General thoughts, um, I think uh, worth the hype. Um, I know a lot of early critics came out saying this is a really good movie, and uh, I, I, I agree with them. This was um, this was an adventure uh, from from start to finish. It was really good, really well done. Um, and I mean, we'll get we we'll get, in, get into like what we like specifically in a few minutes. Sure. But, like just overall, um, solid solid A of a movie. Uh, refreshing take on a genre that Marvel has tried to do. As in like. As in like Iron Fist. Yeah, and and failed completely. Um, but this this was nice to see like the martial arts genre done correctly mm-hmm. and in terms of like mythology accurately. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I would generally agree. Um, I would say um, we've talked on this and other ones we've talked about how like there's like the top tier Marvel movies and like mm-hmm. the bottom tier. I would throw it in like the middle tier. Okay, to where it was good. Like, uh, I wouldn't say it's, like, the, one of the, the best. Like, I'm going to say it's, like, one of the Marvel's best, but it was definitely a good movie. Um, I enjoyed it, and I did feel like it was um, different from what they've normally done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it might have been part of, like, the whole, like, kung fu martial arts aspect of it. Because it did get kind of into the, um, very much into the fantasy genre. Yeah. Especially in the second half. when fairly Yeah, fairly quickly, too. Yeah, um, especially when, like, all the, the dragons came out and the magic and all the mythological beasts and all that stuff kind of came out. So it kind of jumped to that real fast, and they kind of played it off as not being necessarily mythological on our world, but they kind of brought in the whole... Alternate. Alternate universe, yeah. different universe, um, which I thought was a smart way of going about it, especially since they knew it was going to come out after Loki yeah. and all that. Yeah, um, I would say, I think, when we were walking out of the theater, I said it... Um, Surprisingly, um, better than Black Widow. And I'm not sure why that surprised me. I felt like they would put more effort into Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But this one just came out better. I, yeah, I think um, so too. And I think it was just because it was it was, it was, was something fresh. Like we, we have never met these characters before. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we didn't know a lot about them. So we're, we're, yeah, we're generally more interested. Sure. And I think it's one of those ones, um, I remember... I went on Jack of All Nerds a year or two ago, obviously, because uh, of COVID. I haven't been on there for a while. Uh, neither of us have. But uh, when they we talked about um, the Birds of Prey and how DC really didn't put too much marketing into it or too much press behind it, but it turned out to be pretty solid film. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one's kind of the equivalent to where they didn't put too much press behind it. Because I feel like now a lot of people, oh, before we move on, okay, we have to address the quiet elephant in the room. Okay, we reported. Reported that there was not going to be a Spider-Man trailer. Oh fuck yeah! We God forgot to address damn it. that. We yeah we did. Um, so uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I felt like it was. I saw multiple articles about it so, about yeah. how Feige or someone said there's not going to be a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Yeah, we talked about it with Derek several weeks ago. We were all on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then um, so we're filming this. We're we're filming this right now on September 5th. I feel like it was almost exactly a week ago. There was reports that it leaked online, mm-hmm. and then like a day later, yeah. They I, re- think, I think so. So my <laughs> my underst- well, what how I justify them dropping the trailer even after they said they might not or 
that could be either a it was false reporting somebody just got a, a whiff of it in the media and was like no they're not gonna do it and we like dopes bought into it bought into it because we that's what we wanted or b um they weren't going to do a trailer and then somebody leaked it and then the trailer we saw was damage control i thought about that too i don't know how i think about it either way i guess this is our official <laughs> sorry retraction <laughs> sorry because when i when i read uh we should have started with this i yeah. completely forgot yeah then we'll get um because when, when we, I saw that I saw it in multiple different sources saying no trailer, mm. and I was totally maybe that's why I fell for it so easily. Yeah, because I was totally on board. I think we talked about Endgame. Mm. I didn't think there should be any trailer for Endgame when, before it came out. Yeah, and so I was so on board. I think even you and Derek, when we talked about it, we're all on the same page. We're like this is a great idea. So we just num- numbed it up, just num num num, <laughs> and then within two or three weeks, yeah, completely wrong, completely wrong, absolutely, absolutely. So wrong. that's a. Uh, here at the Fake Philosophers, we take responsibility for yeah. <laughs> our false reporting. We're, we're, we're accountable. Uh, uh, so we're sorry. beacons of integrity, uh, and we we take it back. But I'm, I'm I mean, I now going that, back what I was what I was talking about the trailer. The reason why it came to my mind was I feel like there's a lot of focus right now on, especially after Loki, a lot of focus on Spider Man, a lot of focus on Doctor Strange, and mm-hmm. all these aspects of the multiverse that Shang-Chi kind of got overlooked. I feel like the trailer came out and everyone was like, yeah. And then it was like, well, what about Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and Loki and all this other shit that it kind of got washed over. Mm-hmm. So I, that maybe that's why it was so surprising that it was good, that it shouldn't have been surprising, but because there was so much other things going on, it kind of got thrown under the radar and yeah. it was a, a good movie. Yeah, for sure. It's it's that meme of the mom helping the kids in the pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the one down in, like below the surface who's mm-hmm. drowning is... Is Shang Chi, um, and, and I mean I kind of get that. I mean it's 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 on like the 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 tangent kind of film timeline, if you want to call it that, sure. where it sits there with like Guardians and and Doctor Strange. It's not the main Marvel. It's an it's uh, an offshoot. Characters. It's not yeah. on the same the the main branch. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I get that. Uh, but after seeing the movie, holy shit, do they need to like rope Shang Chi into the Avengers now? Yeah, and, and to be completely honest i knew very very little about the character i didn't know anything i had no no idea about anything i think a week or two ago i glanced through the wiki Mm -hmm. the wikipedia just to get an idea and so that's literally my knowledge was a a two minute wiki glance through Mm -hmm. with that said i kind of it was kind of nice going into a movie not knowing that much to Mm -hmm. where okay because you know like a lot of these comic birds uh, comic birds comic nerds Go about it going like, oh, it wasn't the same as in the comic, like this and that. It was kind of nice yeah. going into it going, I don't know nothing about this. So whatever they present me is the information I need. Yeah. Um, and I think they presented it well and they did they did a good job. Yeah. And I think I think Marvel should should take the advantage and start saying, well, shit, we got a whole slew of like B-list, C-list characters that we're not doing anything with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Guardians was kind of like their first tiptoe into the water. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, okay, let's dip a foot in. And they did Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, cool, people are receptive. Let's, let's, let's do four Bushman. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's the, the dig three, into our, the three people who are going to know who four Bushman <laughs> Let's is, dig uh, into our bag of characters and let's go all the way to the bottom yeah. and let's grab the ones that like nobody really knows about. Like I know they're doing the, the, the series for Moon Knight and Moon Knight was one of those characters who was just at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. That wasn't doing anything, and so now they're doing the series with him. They're doing She-Hulk. They're doing She-Hulk. Um, they're doing. They're doing. Uh, was it Miss Marvel now? Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, I'm just like, good. Let's let's get these like these loved characters, these uh, almost overlooked characters, and let's let's bring them to the front and let's let's show them off. Especially because you know all their mainstream characters are either dying off in the movies or retiring. Sure. And it makes sense anyway, if you look at it from a uh, strictly um, capitalist point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, you have all these characters that are in comic books that aren't in the films. By giving them um, films or series, all it will do is garnish attention, mm-hmm. um, get attention to their comic books, and you're going to sell more comic books. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you're still, it only yeah. benefits you to, to spread out the fame, if you will. Yeah, let's start selling characters. Four Bushman comics, man. Yeah, I have one. It's over <laughs> there somewhere. Um, but no, uh, but going back to it... Um, getting into it now um i it was kind of weird because like even though i enjoyed it i almost felt it was like rushed and not rushed at the same time i felt like the pace was not bad just awkward just kind of weird like because it was it almost felt like at the end he was just kind of thrown into it with a lot of development Mm -hmm. but at the same time because i remember thinking that i was like wow he's fighting these fucking beasts now he's fighting his dad toe to toe Mm -hmm. without a ton of development and then like as we left the theater and we're driving back i was like but wait he did. Like, he did this, this, and this. Yeah, like he's been there, doing this his whole life. There was so it yeah. was kind of a, a strange, and it's not a bad thing. It was just different to yeah. where they kind of skipped over a lot of things and then just kind of touched back on them. Kind of left it for, to the audience to judge themselves. Like it was, I thought it was kind of interesting mm-hmm. the way they 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 did that with the flow. Um, and I will say before I forget, um, I don't any anyone could tell me otherwise that scene on the um, scaffolding. Rush Hour 2. Oh, it was totally inspired. Rush Hour 2. There was no other way around it. <laughs> Don't worry. Chinese bamboo is very strong. Especially when it started bending. I was like, this is Rush Hour this 2. Rush Hour 2. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I thought that was great. <laughs> you crazy, Shang-Chi? You crazy? <laughs> I was waiting for him to jump out and then they'd go down together. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, um, I, I liked the whole, it was it was very kind of like a, a Star Wars thing where, you know, Dad's not necessarily evil. He just has motivations that mm-hmm. don't sync up with everybody else. Um, he, I mean, he's he's a bad guy in that he takes what he wants. Sure. Um, but why why he's doing what he's doing in the film is for a not evil reason. It's it's for yeah. love. It's it's um. It's it's kind of an overplayed trope, but kind of like Sandman from Spider Man Three. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not a bad guy. It's my daughter, and yeah, even though he's fucking shit up. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's what was kind of interesting about that character. And again, I don't know the comic book references if there are any or if they changed him, but like he let's just call him the Mandarin because I don't know. I kind of forgot his name. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It just kind of gets lost because yeah. they just keep calling him I think, dad. I think it's, uh... Zhu Wu Rang? There's a, there a W in there. Yeah. Like, I think they only said it like two or three times. And yeah. when they did, you just kind of glossed over it. Says, but he's the real Mandarin. Yeah. The orange. The, the as orange. As he refers yes. to it. Um, he, uh, I, it was interesting because he does kind of start off as this like conqueror who is kind of just in it for his own ambition. Mm-hmm. Meets the woman. Changes his ways. Woman dies. Goes right back to his old Falls back days. into his ways. Yep. And then now his motivation is to to be with his woman again. Even though he's being misled, yes. So it is a, a interesting uh, story with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, he kind of realizes he fucked up mm-hmm. as he's getting his soul sucked from him. <laughs> yep. From the the soul sucker. God, if I had a nickel, man. Yeah. For every time <laughs> a bad guy realized his mistake as his soul was getting sucked out of him. As as he was, yeah. 
Um, uh, what did we think of uh, the Trevor Slattery? So, yeah, that was that was right out of left field. I mean, as I, I kind of had a like a, a sneaking hope or suspicion that they might touch on it when uh, the villain was like, "They called me the Mandarin." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, th- this this might go to Trevor Slattery." Um, and like, I think I was the only one in the theater who caught it before anybody else because I let out a chuckle and I was like. Nobody else is laughing. Why is nobody else laughing? This is funny. Like when you see him or when you hear him? Well, I, I heard him and then I saw him in in front of his vanity. Sure. And I was just like, there, that can only be Trevor Slattery. Yeah. It, it took me a moment, but as soon as he turned around, I was like, oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> and uh, like we, we talked about when we were leaving the theater, I thought it was going to be like a one-off cameo. Like yeah. that was going to be the only scene, but the fact they kept him in it, <laughs> I was like, okay, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Um, it's a performance, mate. <laughs> just, just so funny. Yeah, there. So to get critical for a moment, there were some because um, we could talk about all the goods all day. Some of the bads, I did think, and this is Marvel. I've had this issue with a lot of Marvel movies anyway, to where, like the the sometimes the silliness isn't it's necessary, too silly. yeah, or it's too silly, or it's not. I don't want to say not earned, but it's just out of place. Like when the battle on the battlefield, when little Morris, the, the chicken pig, whatever they call him, <laughs> walks up to Trevor, like, "Oh, you're dead," and he's like, "Oh, it's a performance." Like, like I get it. You need you the just comic, took us out of it. You need the comic bit. relief. I get it. But like, we are in this serious moment. Yeah. And um, I think they, there was a critic online who, um, going back to Ant Man, I think it was Ant Man one, brought it up of like, why the fuck did you do this when like, um, the names are eluding me, but uh, Wasp and. Um, the original Ant-Man. Uh-huh. The, the names are eluding me right now. Yeah. Um, Hank. Yes. They're having a moment of like uh, father-daughter. We're reconciling. We're having a moment. And then Paul Rudd's like, oh, isn't this nice? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and there's a critic who's like, why did you need that silliness? Yeah. Why couldn't you just have this nice moment? And that's where I kind of, with a lot of moments in this movie, um, like there was, you know, there's really heavy moments and then they just throw in the silliness. And I get that comic relief is nice, but like sometimes you just want to sit in those those heavy moments. Like, this is a big ass battle going on. Yeah, like there are fucking dragons and shit. And you cut to to Trevor Slattery making a joke, or you cut to Aquafina being Aquafina. And I will say, like, you might have gotten like tired of her, or bored with her. I thought she was great. I thought her character was because because she was us. Like she was along for the ride. Yes. The. I think I think we've talked about it. Here and we we have talked about it on on Jack. We always refer to Jack of all nerds. I feel like they're our pals, but I feel like there's there's kinds of comedy, like aware, like comedy where you're aware of it and comedy where you're not. And the way I compare it, like have you you seen everyone loves Raymond? Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. When like you see Raymond fighting with his wife and it's funny, we're laughing as audience members. Mm-hmm. And I've made this comparison before, but character wise, they're not having a good time. They're stressed. They're fighting. They're having a marital issue. We're laughing because we're relating to it. Yeah. Then there's the comedy where the characters understand that what's happening is funny. Mm-hmm. That's when if him and his wife are laughing, and then um, his brother is in the other room going, <laughs> "They're fucking. They're fighting. <laughs> ah, fuck Ray." Like that's that's being aware of the comedy, and that's both both are fine. But like uh, the the one comparison I make too is going to Independence Day too. Mm-hmm. When uh, little Hemsworth punches an alien and the alien doesn't fall, and he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that," huh? And like, run. It's like, 
That, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> you wouldn't say that. Like you're going to be freaked the fuck out and you're going to take off. So that's where like Marvel's guilty of this across the board where Aquafina's in this like really serious situation. Yeah, she's along for the ride and she represents the audience in that way, but like you're not making wisecracks. Like <laughs> you're I, scared shitless. Like, I get like in Civil War when the heroes are making wisecracks, but this is normal to them. Yeah. This is like a street fight. Like this is what they're doing. So it kind of makes more sense. Yeah. But if you're just a regular person getting thrown into this like crazy battle and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you're not going to be making wisecracks. <laughs> like I'm, I feel like I'm pretty witty, but if I'm in the middle of a fight where all this shit's happening, dragons, I'm just gonna be like, fuck, I'm gonna lock myself in the like, bathroom. What do I do? Or if I, if I'm going to help, can I help? Like, I, I don't know, but I'm not going to be like, <laughs> like throwing out the one liners. <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of the best time to get them out of your system. I guess. <laughs> it's like, I could die at any minute. I'm giving every one-liner I got. But I, the, So I will say, though, she wasn't terrible. Um, she, I won't say she was terrible, but I do feel like there, was, there were moments where she didn't need to be a part of it. I do feel like her involvement was kind of contrived. Okay, yeah. To where she was like, I'm coming on the plane with you. I'm coming to here. I'm coming to this. I'm coming to that. It kind of felt like... They were just taking this character. Granted, this character might be in the comic book, and I might be out of line, but I don't really, I don't really know the, the stories of this guy. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, it felt like it was just like we have Aquafina. <laughs> Let's not waste. So her. we can't. Yeah. Like if Jackie Chan was in this movie, yeah, as someone who was supposed to have one scene, they'd be like, okay, no, we have Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's going along for the ride. Yeah. And I felt like that was with Aquafina. I mean, I mean, you're going to piss a lot of people off comparing Aquafina to Jackie Chan. No, I, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a name. My yeah. point is it's a name. Yeah. Because even like if you think about her role, um, like I said, I didn't really necessarily think she was annoying or anything. But if you think about her role, her only purpose for going to the next um, to go along with him was to be the driver. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that because they established that right away. That she was a driver mm-hmm. when they're, they're doing their valet scene. So I remember the valet scene, I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? <laughs> I, I remember thinking, I was like, okay, she's a fat, he has a friend who's a crazy driver. Wh- why is this important? Oh, because later, Third someone, act someone's got to drive. Yeah. But I feel like outside of that, she really served no, fine, the arrow. <laughs> but like, she has her moment. But even, so even that though, like, that's where. I, I do get kind of irritated at that. Not not just because of Aquafina, but any movie where they have a name star, mm-hmm. like a name star, and it's where they have to make things work around them. Yeah. And that it's like this this bitch like would not I'm not <laughs> not Aquafina the character yeah. wouldn't hit that arrow shot. Granted, it's a movie, there's magic, I get it. But like that could have been the sister. Granted, yeah. I know the sister was on the, the, the dragon in the movie, but like that could have been the sister throwing her rope thing, mm-hmm. which I always forget the name of. So do I. Yeah. Um, but so I, I'm not necessarily hating on Aquafina, like the actress, but the way they always, um, a lot of, not just Marvel, a lot of movies will always have like that character mm-hmm. where they try to push her, push not her, like even uh, one of the Transformers movies, who the actor who played uh, Deadpool's little sidekick, TJ? Oh, T.J. Miller, yeah. T.J. Miller, he was in one of the Transformers movies. Yeah, he movies was in... The, with, the, with Wahlberg. I think four. Yeah, with Wahlberg. Yeah. And I remember, like, his character annoyed me because he, he was like, why are you here? And then he died, and like, his death is supposed to be like, oh, my God, he died. And I was like, good. fucking good riddance. I'm yeah. tired of him. But, like, his, they were trying to push that role of, like, he's the guy, the, the comic relief that was sad is dead. But they, but, pushed, but they pushed him so hard, I was like, fuck, thank God. And I like T.J. Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's his name, right? T.J. Miller. Mm-hmm. I like him, but like that character, I was like, fuck. And that's where like Aquafina in this movie was like Rose and The Last Jedi. 
<laughs> it was just. And to clarify to the fanboys, I'm not hating on the character. I'm sorry, the actress. I'm hating on the way the character was written. And Rose was one of those characters who was pushed to be like that cool little funky side chick. Not side chick, but side character. And that's where Aquafina's character, um, again, great movie. I loved it. But like Aquafina's character just seemed way too forced. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of Aquafina necessarily. It just like, even at the end, when, when Wong uh, in the, the, the post credit scene or the mid credit scene was like, all right, come with me, Shang-Chi. You come too. Why is she coming? Why? Yeah. Like, what, what does she have to do with anything? <laughs> like, like that that scene in itself like, kind of proves my point of like, they just have Aquafina. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep Aquafina on board. Yep. Because even when the, um, in that scene where they're talking to like Banner and, and uh, Captain Marvel, she really doesn't, you know, yeah. she doesn't really provide any input or. Any no, sort of no, because it's it's literally them just trying to figure out the origin of the rings and yeah, clearly they don't know and but they're talking to, to, to Shang Chi and, and he uses them so he has some input and he has some something to say and she's just kind of like there I am well I'm here <laughs> um anyway I'm I'm ranting on her but like that's one of the the, the down points to me was just simply that character because it was it came off to me very much like we have a name character we just need to keep a minute yeah um to where. Trevor Slatter, you can make the same argument. Yeah. So we have Sir Ben Kingsley. Let's use him. <laughs> and I, I mean, I can't... I, I'm kind of imagining how they even approach him. It's like, hey, you want to be in another Marvel movie? As the same guy? As the same guy? <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing anything, sure. Yeah, but even sillier? But yeah, but that's that, that was my probably main thing that turned me off. It's still a great movie, but that... The whole sur- like thing surrounding that character kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Didn't ruin the movie or anything. No, I mean, and if if we're gonna talk about like little gripes that we have, it, sure, that don't take away from the movie. I did like they they spent a lot of time in the third act in the big fight scene, just focusing on the dragons, and I'm like, it's cool, it's visually kind of awesome to see that happen. But this is about Shang Chi and his uh, relationship slash rivalry with his father. I'd agree, and I want to see that battle more than two dragons fighting. I would completely agree. Um, and like we do, we do get a little bit of a fight scene between the two of them, and it is well choreographed, well filmed. Uh, but I just wanted more. I wanted, yeah, just more, more of a conflict and conflict resolution between the two of them. I, I would completely agree with that because I'm trying to think of examples, but no, you're right because the whole movie is about him dealing with his past, his father, and everything, and it kind of does shift. To this bigger thing between, this, not to go back to Star Wars, but kind of like almost every Star Wars movie has a micro story and a macro story. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the old movies, um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, sorry. There's the small story of Luke training with Yoda, talking to Obi-Wan via the Force Ghost, and kind of coming to terms with who he is. Macro story is the rebellion is getting fucked up by the, the Empire. And, you know, that whole thing. And every Star Wars movie has that. With this one, they really didn't have the overarching thing till towards the end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, the the micro story between him and his father, which was the one we really wanted, like, that was the thing, kind of got overshadowed at the end yeah. by the bigger conflict, which is fine. Yeah. But I'm with you when you build so much the entire movie towards him dealing with his family history, mm-hmm. dealing with the loss of his mother, seeing her die in front of him. Mm-hmm. Which, going back to it, I kind of like that you see these revelations later. Yeah. That it's not revealed right away what happened. And then 
like you said, it's a good fight, but it did kind of come in second when it came to the battle because then the the big fucking Cloverfield thing came out <laughs> and the the dragon had, and like they it turned to them. So no, I I'd agree with you that it would have been nice to see more of that micro story. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of the oh yeah the the post credit scene. Um, kind of curious what, what what's going to happen with that if she's going to build a new criminal empire. Or if she's going to build, like, you know, uh, a force for good. Mm -hmm. Um, The way it kind of pans out and the way that they're, that they kind of leave it, it looks like she's going to become a criminal, like, mastermind and build an empire. So when that scene came up, when he was like, they're waiting for you, and she's like, okay, like, when it started panning, you kind of see a black woman Mm -hmm. with, like, I think, like, a piercing or two. And I was like, oh, Wakanda. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe she's starting to do dealing like dealings with world powers, and then once it pans out, it's like, oh, that's not the case. No. But I'd, I'd agree with you because then that could lead if they end up doing um, a sequel to this one because it didn't say Shang Chi will return. It's a, yeah, it's a, the ten. So the rings. ten rings will return. Yeah. So it could be either of them. a sequel yeah. to Shang Chi where he now has to deal with his sister or just his sister getting her own or thing. He, you know, he shows up when eventually they get everybody rounded up to go ahead and fight. Uh, Kang the Conqueror. Or that, yeah. Because that's what they're building to now. Sure, yeah. Um, oh, God, wouldn't it be just so amazing if Loki, like, joined the new Avengers? You could see it happening. I mean, it would it would just be awesome. We're going off on a tangent, but no, you could see that happening, because yeah. now, if you're going off the Loki series, he is kind of reformed mm-hmm. to where he wants to maybe not fight for the good of certain people, but fight for the betterment of existence. Yeah. Because if existence doesn't exist, he doesn't exist. Exactly. The very core motivation. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm so, yeah, I mean, we have, so I don't know what phase we're in now. Phase four. Phase four still. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm just trying to create the new Avengers list in my head. So we're definitely going to have Spider-Man. He's going to be Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi now. Um We'll probably get... Uh, I think Hawkeye will come back. No. You don't think so? No, because the whole show is about him training his protege. So a Hawkeye. Yeah, a Hawkeye. Uh, Kate Bishop. Um, probably She-Thor, because that's what they're going to build to in Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. I think. Um, She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the Marvels. Yes. Uh, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and uh, what's her name? Photon? Is that, is that right? I don't it's know. Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Monica Rambo. Um, and I think what what's going to happen in this, the first Avengers, or the first Phase 4 Avengers movie, is going to be them doing, going up against the Dark Avengers. You think so? I think so. Okay. Because uh, we already have uh, U.S. Agent. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the new Black Widow, mm-hmm. who is being herded by this Val- Valentina, right? Val- sure. Uh, Elaine. Yeah, Elaine. <laughs> God damn it, Elaine. Um, but yeah, so I think yeah, I think that would be a cool direction to take it in. Uh, first new Avengers movie in this new phase would be Avengers versus Dark Avengers. Because mm-hmm. um, they, I saw something online where they they went over the new Avengers. I'm sorry, the Dark Avengers, mm-hmm. where they did say um, the black the new Black Widow. Um, U.S. Agent. I think they even brought up uh, the Abomination. Abomination. Yep. Uh, Iron Patriot will probably be in there too. Iron Patriot. They brought. Up, they brought up even like Deadpool. Deadpool could technically be a part of it. Yep. And there was one or two other ones. Red Hulk. Yeah, 
Red Hulk they brought up, and, and there's someone else like that's eluding me right now, um, which would be cool. But it, so I I know in the comics the Dark Avengers were pretty much a bunch of villains, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know necessarily they were villains. They, a couple of them were antiheroes, and a couple of them were just disgruntled heroes. Okay. Because the the way this one is looking to be anyway on the surface is that they are going to be a force for good. Yeah. Like well, they, they that's going to be the intention. Sure. Uh, whether or not that actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know in the comics they were originally put together by Norman Osborn, who yeah. was the original Iron Patriot. So, uh, I mean, given that we're getting Norman Osborn in the new Spider-Man movie? Well, so, so we <laughs> so. we were, we're, we're going to review Shang-Chi, and I feel like we touched on most of the points. Because to, to finish on Shang-Chi first, before okay, we move that. on. Let's do that, yeah. I do think, like I said... Um, I've always in my head done bottom tier, middle tier, and top tier Marvel movies. Yeah. And not to say, I don't think there's a bad Marvel movie. I want mm-hmm. to make that clear. I don't think there's a bad Marvel movie, but there always has to be a bottom tier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could be in the Olympics, but somebody comes in last. <laughs> um, doesn't mean you're slow. Just someone comes in last. So like bottom tier to me would be like um, The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Iron, and I, Iron Man 3. Iron Man, I like Iron Man 3. I know a lot of people don't, but you're right. Iron Man 3 would be down there. And a couple others. Mid-tier to me, um, I, I'd actually maybe throw Captain America First Avenger into the bottom tier. Um, not saying that it's bad, but amongst the Captain America movies, movies that, is, the that is the least. Yeah. Um, I would even say Black Widow. I know when we talked about it um, with Maxwell, I said mid-tier. That Black Widow might be bottom tier. Mm-hmm. Not that it's bad again. I'm going to keep re- repeating that. <laughs> um, and even... I would say Captain Marvel would be in that bottom tier for me. Yeah. Um, mid-tier, Iron Man 2. Uh-huh. Um, I'd say Captain America, Civil War, and Winter Soldier are both top tier for me. Yeah, same. Um, the original Thor, the first Thor, would be mid-tier. Mm-hmm. Not bad. It's a good movie, but... Uh, Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah, mid-tier. absolutely. Mid-tier. Um, obviously, you get to the top tier. That's... Endgame, Avengers, mm-hmm. Ultron would probably be mid tier. Ultron would be mid tier. Um, Endgame, Infinity War, mm-hmm. to be Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Civil um, War, original Iron Man, mm-hmm. I think goes up there. Uh, Ragnarok, Ragnarok goes back and forth with me. Okay, um, but that's, that's fine. but still great. But so for Shang Shang Chi, I'm losing my goddamn. I haven't had a lot of water today. Shang Chi, Shang Chi. I would say. The mid-tier. It was a good movie. Yeah, solid. Yeah, it does not match up to some of the other ones. No. But a good movie. Yeah. Um, and it just, to me, it is a nice refresher to where now it's, like you kind of like you said earlier, it doesn't follow the regular branch of the story. So now mm-hmm. it's like a side thing, and they're going to bring him in. Yeah. But I think I think it's a solid movie, and I, I'm interested to see how he's brought in in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only wish they would have done a better job with Iron Fist. Because I can see those two. And I think they, they've done a, a crossover. I can they had or, to have, or team yeah. up. Um, I mean, they they they, they kind of had to. Like they're the two martial artists in the Marvel comics. Sure, and I'm sure if I know there there's talk of some of those Netflix characters coming back, but I think Iron Fist is probably they're just gonna scrape him yeah, away. Scrape, yeah, and totally. restart. Well, I mean, because that's what they did with the friggin' with the show. They just they just totally like wrote it to oblivion and just fucked everything up. Yeah, but because I know they said. Before we go on to the other things, <laughs> Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi. Final thought. Final thought. Um, it's a great movie. Um, 
de- definitely worth seeing in the theater. Um, You're right. It wouldn't have been the same at home. Yeah, I don't think it would have. Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. It's too it's too big. For, yeah. for for home viewing. So if if you do have a chance, go and see it in the theater. Um, mm-hmm. uh, especially because that's the only way you can see it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not. It is not streaming with Premier Access on Disney Plus. So yeah, go see it in the theater. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, because they, they talked about, like, uh, what's his name playing Matt Murdock again? Yeah. Um, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Uh, I heard there was a rumor, not substantiated, that they might bring um, Michael, what's his name, to be Luke Cage again. Uh, okay. It wasn't a substantiated rumor, but there, there was talk yeah. about him. Because he, love or hate the show, he was actually perfect. He was Luke great Cage. for it, yeah. And then what's her name is Jessica Jones, everyone liked. Um, but I think it was universally... No, like Iron Fist, everyone was like, no. Mm-mm. So I feel like if Disney brought the other three characters back, they would just recast or pretend like Iron Fist never happened on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. But going back to what we were talking about, um, all the other stuff going, do you not remember? What, what other stuff? No, because like, we kept saying like we're going to come back to it because we're talking about just the, the Marvel Universe in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the new Avengers. Mm-hmm. uh the Dark Avengers. And what I was going to talk about is, so we said that we got it wrong. There was a Spider-Man trailer. Yes. So let's talk about the Spider-Man trailer. Okay, let's talk about that. It's been, a, a, like I said, a week or two. But yeah, yeah. we still talk about it. Um, so kind of, I mean, especially because it took everybody by surprise. We had no idea this was going to be released. I mean, yeah. We thought that there wasn't going to be a trailer. Um, so like just the fact that I love that, uh, you know, Peter's trying to live this life where he's outed now. Everybody knows he's Spider-Man. Um, and he's just trying to do the best he can, but of course, being a mass vigilante, the cops find out and they come after him. And so I like that he goes to Dr. Strange and it's like, Hey, could you, uh, make it so nobody knows who I am? And he just fucks everything up. So, I mean, given what we got in the trailer, uh, we can tell that it's going to affect the now multiverse now because now there is sure. a multiverse. Whether Doctor Strange knows about it or not, and that's kind of what, like, he's ignorant of it, and that's what fucks it up even more. Because um, that would lead into his movie. Yeah, lead into his movie. So uh, I'm really curious to see uh, if if he knows about the multiverse in this movie mm-hmm. or if he, I mean, they say in the trailer messing with the multiverse is something that uh, we know very little. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering if he knows that there's a multiverse now or if that he realizes it after he does that spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I have a, uh, I guess a differing opinion about Dr. Strange in this. Um, everyone I saw online was like, huh, Dr. Strange, like awesome. I think Derek was like, he's really giving that dad energy out where he has like, he's like in the, <laughs> the, the robe and, <laughs> and I, maybe in the movie it'll clarify. I was like. What the fuck is he doing? Like, to me, it didn't make sense. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot going on in, in the Sanctum Sanctorum when there's, like, snow on the ground. There's that, but, like, just when he's like, I want everyone to forget I'm Spider-Man, he was just like, nope, okay, and it's like, Doctor Strange, did you not learn a fucking thing? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be, like, the best sorcerer, and you didn't learn a thing about changing shit? <laughs> well, I mean, in that... that because I just uh, watched the newest episode of What If. Have you seen it? I haven't seen any What Ifs. Okay. Oh, then we're not going to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, don't. Okay. Um, next time. Next time. Uh, but yeah, suffice to say, it kind of ties into this whole going back and changing things. Sure. Um, and how it can lead to making things way worse. 
But, but that's the what if aside, like part of Doctor Strange's arcs in his movie, Wong and um, what's his name say, like, you don't fuck with shit. You cannot mm. fuck with it. Um, the time stone specifically, like you cannot fucking change things around. And then in Infinity War, he kind of says like, okay, these, I went through all these millions of out, you know, outcomes and this is the one that might work. And then he even says like, I can't tell anyone what's going to happen because then it'll fuck up what happens. Mm-hmm. So like he's, he's perfectly aware yeah. of how this shit works. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard for me to believe, and granted it's just a trailer mm-hmm. and there's probably more context behind it, but it's hard for me to hit, believe he'll just be like, all right, cool, let's fucking go, go dick around. Well, I, I think it was it was a lot like like he's confident enough in his abilities to do it, especially because you know he is the keeper of the time stone. He knows how to manipulate it and use it. But I think it was Peter's constant, no, you can't change that. No, don't do this. And you're just like, no, that you're fucking with the spell. No, you're you're right about that. But just if I recall the trailer, he was very much like, all right, yeah, let's go, mm-hmm. let's go make this happen. Doesn't even give it a second thought. Yeah, and that's where I was like, because I, comic book wise. I wasn't big on Doctor Strange, but like in the movies, I fucking love the way mm-hmm. they've 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 used him. And so just seeing him do that, I was like, huh? What? Is this like, really? Yeah. And then on top of that, and granted, the, the, when the movie comes out, obviously it'll explain all this. Like, how is him just trying to make everyone forget? Fuck with the multiverse. And, I and think, that'll be explained, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think the what if episode will tie into this. If, if that's exactly what's happening. I don't know, but I hope it is because that would be fucking rad. I will, I will um, watch the episode. I think because... Uh, what happened uh, is he's going to split the timeline. This is in the movie or in the What If episode? Yes. Got it. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, he's going to split the timeline. So there's now two parallel timelines that exist. One where people know the identity of Peter Parker and one where they don't. And Peter keeps flopping back and forth. And that's what's going to fuck up everything. Okay. And then tangent timelines are going to tie into that. And that's where we're going to get you know, all the villains from the other movies coming into this universe. Yes. Which we talked about off screen. You think Osborne? Uh, yeah. Why, why? Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I'm just not getting my hopes up anymore. I, it's not going to be Franco. It could be Franco. It's not going to be Franco. Nobody. Nobody's working with Franco right now. He's blacklisted. Uh, you're you're, you're kind of right. So yeah, it's going to be Willem Dafoe. I hope so. Or God help me if it's Dane DeHaan. Who? <laughs> the kid who played oh, Green Goblin in I think Amazing. The, I think Spider-Man. there was a meme. It was the guy who's like. <laughs> yeah, he sees the pumpkin and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think Willem Dafoe would be great. Uh, if it if they do have Willem Dafoe, God, how'd you hide that? Because <laughs> right? everything else got leaked or revealed, or yeah, yeah, w- yeah. Why would you choose to hide Willem Dafoe and not Alfred Molina? I feel so. If it's between Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx, and Willem Dafoe, I feel like Alfred Molina's like. But he was he was easily the best villain of Sam Raimi's. Yeah, but of of the three stars, he's the one that would need to work the most. Yeah, and isn't wait, as wait, top wait, tier. Wait. Willem Dafoe would. No, Alfred oh. Molina. It's like you could say Alfred Molina's in it as Doc Ock because like no one cares as much about Doc Ock, or I'm sorry, Alfred Molina. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? It'd be like if. Like okay, so Batman, everyone everyone loves fucking Michael Keaton. Yeah. So that they reported that Michael Keaton might be in the next Batman movie or whatever. They're like, oh my god, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, hey, Val Kilmer's coming back, everyone be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know Val Kilmer's not going to be doing well, I, a whole lot of anything. I understand, <laughs> but you you get my point. Yeah. Like so, like if someone was like, oh, like fucking Willem Dafoe's coming back, everyone be like, oh. <gasps> but they're like, <laughs> yeah, Alfred Molina. 
Or what's his name? He played the lizard. They'd be like, oh, okay. Reese Iffins, yeah. And yeah. They, okay, so that was it. So I was trying to figure out with uh, a friend of mine. Uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Corey when we were at Brewery X the other day. Um, who who the who all the characters are, the villains that are going to be in this Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. based on what we saw in the trailer. Um, there was a quick little blink and you'll miss it of the lizard. There was. So we're, yeah. I blinked and I missed it. Yeah. So did I. You saw the lizard or? So... It, it, it's it's very dark. It looks lizard-like. Okay. Uh, lizard adjacent. I don't know. Sure. Um, so lizard is probably a maybe. Okay. Um, confirmed we have goblin. We don't know which one. Based on the pumpkin grenade that was used and the laugh we heard in the trailer, I'm saying Willem Dafoe. I mean, that's the hope, yes. Yeah. Um, Doc Ock, obviously. Doc Ock, uh, Electro. Electro, did, is there a hint? In, I, I only watched the trailer a couple times, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I missed something. You see something. some electricity arcing towards Spider-Man. Okay, I do recall that a little yeah. bit. And I know there's already been rumors of Jamie Foxx anyway. Yeah. So. Um, and in that same scene with Electro, you do see like a lot of sand moving in weird ways. So you think Sandman? Um, it's it's either Sandman or it was just like, you know, Pyro going off. and mm-hmm. uh, Not Pyro, the, the villain, sorry. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, pyrotechnics in the in the uh, in the film going off and mm-hmm. spraying sand everywhere, um, but I mean, how do, how many is that? That's four or five. So we need one more. Once well, so you said, so we have a lizard, lizard, Doc Ock, Doc Ock, Electro, Osborne, uh, Osborne, Sand, possibly Sandman, possibly Sandman. So the last one, I mean, and I know they 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 kind of said that they are casting a Craven the movie Craven the Hunter and they yeah they got Aaron Taylor Johnson to play Craven, which I don't know how that would work because well, Aaron Taylor Johnson has already played. I mean, the weird things have been done. Yeah, is the Craven movie is that a a Sony? I think it might be a Sony because they they own all the yeah because because that's where like if that's the case why wouldn't they bring in Venom Venom yeah, which I don't think they would but. They can now. So that's something I thought of because uh, they announced that Carnage, the Carnage movie was going to be PG-13. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because they probably put Spider-Man in the movie. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Because how are you about to do a Venom R-rated movie? And then you're going to bring Carnage in Into a PG-13. and make it PG-13? Yeah. So in the back of my head, I couldn't help but think, are either of these characters going to appear in Far From Home? That's why they have to make it PG-13. No, no way home. No way home. Sorry. Home. Yeah. I don't know why they always have home in the title. I think they it was homecoming and they just played off it. They just played off it, yeah. But sorry, uh, so yeah, so no way home. Either like, your Venom's going to appear in that because the, the multiverse gets screwed up. Yeah. Or uh, Tom Holland will appear in Carnage, and so which Disney's like it has to be PG thirteen. Yeah. Which is funny because P- Disney has said we don't have any problem with doing an R rated movie. They said that R rated Deadpool. Yeah, that's true. Um, but so that that's. I could see them possibly bringing Venom in. I doubt it. But I just, off topic, I can't see how they justify doing a PG-13 Carnage movie. Mm-hmm. So that's the, one of the only things that comes to mind to justify it. Just okay. kind of making it Disney yeah. adjacent. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> that I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm not getting my hopes up about anything. No, neither am I. I'm going into it cautiously. I haven't been disappointed in a Spider-Man a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. No, yet. of course. Just in this particular one with everything. Yeah. Everything. The rumors and everything about mm-hmm. it. It's like, because what they say at first, they're like, uh, Andrew Garfield confirmed. Toby Maguire confirmed. confirmed. And like next week, they're like, guys, no. no. Nothing's been confirmed. Yeah. You could, you could you could talk to Andrew and talk to Toby and they'll say, we're not in this movie. Yeah. So that's where like, 
And it, um, even if the next trailer cam comes out, it has two Spider-Man, sorry, hello, <laughs> two Spider-Mans over their two Spider-Man shoulders, and you see Tom Holland going, huh? I'm like, nope, not getting my hopes up. No, they're doing the, the point thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, not getting my hopes up. Like, nothing. Cause yeah. Honestly, if they don't do that in this movie, I'm going to be very upset. They have to do that. They have to do that thing. They have to. That would that has to be the first scene where like maybe they both flip they all flip in they're like huh? What? Huh? What? Huh? what yeah it has to be if they did I'm the juggernaut bitch yeah in X Men <laughs> X Men they have that. to do this yeah um yeah I mean I'm I'm very curious how the Marvel universe goes forward um I'm I'm, I'm tempted to go on an anti Loki rant because after rewatching a couple of those episodes that mo- that that series is full of shit <laughs> I liked it I liked it uh huh. But the, the series is full of shit. Because um, kind of like we talked about off screen, we've talked about doing an episode where we talk about how Marvel specifically, but any oh, time movie, travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. gets time travel right. And Loki gets it wrong as well. Um, yep. If you really look at the way they handled um, timelines and in, in different multiverses, if you will, because that's how, if you look at how multiverses are formed, is timeline splits. Yep. That's how they form. Anytime there's just- uh, a, a choice that needs to be a made. big decision yeah a decision that needs to be made um you've just created another universe yeah yeah or if um and i think they uh kang talks about it in loki mm-hmm. once they discovered that they can go back and start changing things that's all these universes are formed yeah. and again i'm not going to go on to the rant now but um i think i i saw a title of an article and read it saying how uh, shang chi confirms that marvel doesn't care about the continuity anymore I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree with the sentiment because Loki clearly shows that. Yeah. Um, that they don't give two fucks. They're just like, cool, here's the reason why we have a multiverse now. Now we can just do whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. And if someone says that doesn't make sense, multiverse. No, um, no, 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 it's fine. There's a multiverse. Ah, shit. Yeah. Wait a second, though. This doesn't add up because in Iron Man 2. Oh, no, it's a different universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, it's exactly It's exactly right. Yeah, uh, but no, we can go off on it. When we do the time travel episode, we'll talk about Loki um, and how that fucked up. But uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'm kind of curious uh, about Spider-Man. I'm really looking forward to uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what Doctor Strange is going to do uh, in the multiverse of madness is, one, it's either going to clear everything up and fix the multiverse, or two, make it even worse. I'm inclined to believe the latter because mm-hmm. if they they already put so much uh, so many other chips into having this multiverse mm-hmm. that trying to fix it at this point would seem it, yeah it's it's too much for one character in one movie to do yes yeah. if, if it's something to do with kang to where they now the kang the conqueror if you will mm-hmm. if the previous guy was kang the jester <laughs> um kang the conqueror coming in who wants this chaos or something and then you know several movies several series they they ultimately fix it um which again will be in the time trail episode Mm -hmm. about how it's not gonna make sense well i mean what would be cool is like you this this king the conqueror is too big of a villain to defeat in one one film yes um so you know like the avengers the first threat was loki and the chitauri uh it's the big bad has always been thanos in the first 20 he, he's, he's lingering. Yeah. And then... Uh, I think um, Kang needs to be the bad guy in the next three Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 
it's either you know it's like a it's like a Star Wars thing. You go back and forth with who wins and who gets their asses kicked. Yeah. So you know, A New Hope, Rebels won. Empire Strikes Back, Empire won. Yeah. So it needs to go like that, where it's like okay, um, or you know, Infinity War. Thanos ended up winning in Infinity War. Yeah. So have that happen in the first Avengers movie. It's like we're the Avengers. We got this. We just got our ass kicked. Be back for Avengers two, or five however or six. it goes. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's kind of curious too, just with the movies because um the next Ant Man movie is set and that's going to be Kang is the villain. Yeah, Kang is the villain. So you have to kind of look at is that going to be kind of Loki and Thor, toward that he's in a, a standalone movie and then goes to being an Avengers threat, if you will. Yeah. Um, like I just it's just curious because mm-hmm. um, you know if you rewind to when the Avengers 1 first came out these conversations weren't happening anyway because no one knew it was coming mm-hmm. now that we experienced the whole Thanos arc now everyone's like contemplating what's going to happen yeah. speculating what's going to happen and Marvel could just kind of do a, a rinse and repeat mm-hmm. or they can go a new route and fuck around a little more Yeah, which I think they're going to fuck around a little more because mm-hmm. if they just did Avengers like I guess you say 5 or the next Avengers 1 let's call it yeah the new Avengers, to where they fight a villain, beat him, and you find out that Kang was backing him. Yeah. And then a, a new Avengers 2, to where they fight just kind of a guy. Yeah. And then Avengers 3, they lose, and Avengers 4, they beat Kang. Like, that it's like, okay, you're just doing the same shit. Yeah. Or are they going to kind of change that? I, I hate for that to be the thing. I want I want Kang, because Kang in the in the comic books and in the, uh, in the paperbacks and all of that in the novels, he was kind of the... The guy. The guy. Like, yeah. it, it, it was it was more than the Avengers could handle. So the Avengers had to recruit the X-Men and mm-hmm. and the Fantastic Four. Um, ultimately, and even they weren't enough. Yeah. Um, you know, Kang just was like, I'm just going to keep jumping timelines and do what I want to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that'd be great if, like, that is, that is what happens. Like, yes, we have Kang, but... Y- like it's too much, so yeah, the Avengers have to go to the X Men. The Avengers have to go to the Fantastic Four and recruit. And especially if um, with this whole multiverse thing now, they could easily start bringing in mm-hmm. um, without necessarily trying to figure out a way. To, okay, how can we work the X Men in to the cinematic universe because they didn't exist already? You could just say, okay, another multiverse, yeah. another another universe. You pull them in. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a it would be a way to act, actually yeah bring in all these other franchises that otherwise would be complicated to bring in. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's going to be interesting either way. I, I agree. Um, like I said, we'll go on another show to where how a lot of it's just dumb. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, to sum up, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Good movie. Good movie. Um, we fucked up. We, we did. We said there was going to be no trailer based on false reporting, apparently. And, and we're sorry. Mm-hmm. But And the trailer was good. The trailer was interesting. Mm-hmm. And a lot of speculation about the MCU going forward. Yep. So... On that note, any last thoughts? Uh, no. Thank you. Uh, again, we're sorry that we misled you. And uh, we, we'll try very, very hard not to do it again. We'll, we'll Google a little more next time. <laughs> and with that, have a good one. See you later.